with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, I just wanted to let off of just a ha. Ah, what a what a week we got Ooh. her done, and uh, yeah, there's something coming up on this podcast that you must must listen to. It's a Freestyle Friday, and it's a an opportunity for us to all show our creative. Uh, we'll let our creative juices flow, I guess, so to speak, and do yeah. something that's not really common to a lot of us in this room, and that would be rapping. Um, yeah, I'd say Matt probably has the most experience with rap. Oh, I don't. Sure. I don't think I do. I think Chris does secretly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the man literally has written a poem for every occasion. Okay, oh. and that's yeah. that's rapping is just a different kind of kind of poetry. poetry. Right, right. And that's where we thought you'd be strong in this. Yeah, yeah. No. Maybe he needs pen and paper. Yeah, I think so. I think I need to put uh, my ideas down on paper. That's got to be it. But Jack, you know, I would have said she would have been the least likely to pull this off. But, Me too. You know, she what? won the rap battle. I feel like my, my wife, we used to tease her when she was pregnant that she had a second brain and she was a little smarter. Uh, maybe you're... I think this is helping me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this baby is seven months. So, yeah. Right. I got a seven-month brain in me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They also say if you exercise while you're pregnant, the baby will exercise when it comes out. So maybe your baby's <laughs> going to be a rapper. That's not exactly what I said, but oh. it's it's promoting healthier genes. Okay. <laughs> Little Jack is a great rapper name. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Enjoy it. Trust me, you have to hear it. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. Cloudy with a chance of showers this morning, and then the sun comes out for the afternoon, but it will also be windy. Good news is a high of 12. For your weekend, much the same tomorrow, 18 and sunshine on Sunday. Dan and Shay are out with a new song, and it might be the perfect wedding song. Oh, if that's what it takes to It's called 10,000 Hours, and it features Canadian Justin Bieber. Now, it turns out Dan and Shay actually sang this song along with Speechless and Tequila at Bieber's wedding just last week. The Eskimos are in Hamilton tonight, taking on the Ticats at 5, and the Oilers will play at Rogers tomorrow night against the Kings. We're going to have tickets for you to win to that Oilers game at 8 o'clock this morning. And listen up, if you've been dating for a while and you're wondering, is this the one? You should know by seven months. A new study says the average man knows after seven months of dating if his partner is truly the one. The study then goes on on how to bring some of those discussions up with your partner by using hints. They include watching TV or movies involving weddings, discussing other people's engagements and marriages, and leaving wedding magazines out to be discovered. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. It's been seven months. you you got to be able to take a hint. Mm. Mm-hmm. What, what what's the look on a guy's face when he sees that first wedding magazine yeah, out to I, be discovered? I would not suggest don't don't leave that out. <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't might, know. Yeah, might get the ball rolling. Yeah, either way, get him off the fence. Yeah, for sure. All right, this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But right now, we're trying to give away sparkle balls from Hilberg and Burke. Uh, the average woman, according to the too early for a question ca- question, will try this six times during their lifetime. Loren, what do you think? Uh, is it a career? A career. Different careers. Six. Oh wow, careers that's in a good lifetime. guess. I've had a lot of jobs, but not a lot of careers. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Loren, it's not careers, but that is a great guess. Have you had six uh, careers? Uh, probably around that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once you start losing count, you know you've had a few. Right? Right? Yeah. Uh, thank you. Have a great weekend. Okay. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Hi, Kissing. Who's this? Victoria. How hey, are you doing? Good, Victoria. How are you doing? Good. All right. Great. Let's win some sparkle balls. What do you think uh, the average woman will try this six times during their lifetime? A different hairstyle. Bam. You got it. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. 
Yeah. Now, I thought, uh, first of all, have you had like six different hair colors or, or, or hairstyles in your life? Oh, way more than that. Way more. Yeah, See, you're one exactly. of those people. Yeah. But what? once you get one, you stick with it. Well, for a yeah. while. No, you then you... one that you like. <laughs> yeah, you go long, and then yeah. you go short, and then you go long again. Yeah. yeah. That's how hair grows. Don't ever get caught in a long hair rut. I know that. Ooh. I'm, yeah. I'm stuck there right now, so... Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> uh, congratulations. Um, hopefully, your hair shows off your sparkle balls. You just went from Hilberg and Burke. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that and a great. $50 gift certificate, so you can buy some other stuff there, too. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Thank you so much. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You talking to me? I beg your pardon. Well, who else are you talking to? Talking to me? I'm gonna bite you. What did you just say, you little... Confrontation corner. Yeah, the good news is it's Friday, but by Friday, things are heating up. You know, people have just had enough of each other, and that's why there's only five days in the week, quite honestly, because, you know... <laughs> that's all we can handle. We'll have a beer at lunch. If there were six work days, it would be tough. This isn't really a work-related one, but our boss came in the other day, and he was, uh, well, he was hot. He As he tends to be. Feeling the heat. Yeah, he's exactly. stomping around a little bit. Yeah, he was. So he's telling us a story about, uh, well, where he lives now. Yes, and the parking rules that yeah. go with that. Uh-huh. Some people think that in front of their house is their property. Right. When it comes to street parking, other people think not so much. So there tends to be a lack of courtesy when it's coming to parking in and around people's homes. Yeah. He told the story of somebody that he knew that got him even more fired up that uh, had a neighbor that came and knocked on the door once yeah. this person had moved in yeah. and said, hey, heads up, in this neighborhood, we don't park in front of each other's houses. Right. To set the, the whole thing straight. Yeah. And which is outrageous. Are the rules. Yeah. Which is outrageous. See, I, again, I... Being from the farm and the acreage, I've never really paid that close attention. I just kind of always assumed the parking in front of your house was your 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 parking. But checked with the city yesterday just to get clarification, right. and they confirmed you don't own any of that. You know, as long as you don't block somebody's driveway or whatever, it's kind of like a parking free for all in residential areas. Yeah, even if it is your property per se, as far as your grass goes, when it yeah. comes to the street, that's free reign. And they think the, the city was mentioning there is a time limit. They didn't get back to me with officials on it, but you can't leave your vehicle there for like. She was speculating 48 or 72 hours or something like that. You can't can't leave it there. But, you know, is is it okay for somebody to come over and say, welcome to the neighborhood. By the way, don't park in front of my house or I won't be happy. There's an unwritten rule when it comes to this. I don't think you should intentionally try to park in front of somebody's house. If it's crazy busy, there's the parking in front of your house is full up and you got to park somewhere else. Okay, fine. But if you got a big open empty street and you decide to park in front of somebody's house, <laughs> I still think you should make an effort to park somewhere. What, what else. happens at your place? You guys park in your driveway. You're pretty- yeah, we we park in our driveway, but we often have lots of family parties with yeah. you know 20, 30 people. So yeah. there's lots of cars, and yeah, I feel bad because they do they park on other people's parking spots. Yeah. We'd say in front of their homes. But what are they gonna do? Like, I got a family uh, across from us that rents a house, top yeah. and bottom, so yeah. basement suite upstairs. And there's a lot of cars. Yeah. They're always parked in front of our house. Yeah. I thought about keying them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But then I. But does it get you hot? No, not really, because we never park out front. Our blinds are always closed in the front, like 
Yeah. Where he needed those spots, though. Yeah. There's plenty of parking in my street. Yeah. It's all old single people. Yeah, it's different, right? But some, and now these new areas, there's like not even, like, I mean, the road, you know, you can't even get a vehicle barely through. Oh, gosh. McEwen neighborhood is so tight. It's ridiculous. But all right. What about you? What do you think? Is it all right for somebody to come over and say, welcome in the neighborhood? By the way, don't park in front of my house because that's our spots. 780-421-1390. You can also text us. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Confrontation Corner. You move into a neighborhood. Somebody comes over and says, welcome to the neighborhood. By the way, park in front of my house and you're in big trouble. You did. I don't know. <laughs> they probably didn't use those exact That's right. words. But, but yeah. that was the tone. Okay, got it. So what do you think? We got this text. I parked in front of my sister's neighbor's house to drop off my son for the day. I was there for maybe 30 minutes, and I came out to a note on my car saying, don't park in my spot. I will tow you if I see you again. It has not stopped me from parking there because I know no actual tow truck will come for that. Maybe they own a tow truck. Ah. I go full 90s. You and what army? Yeah. All right. Got it. All right, Corey, what do you think? Well, I guess if somebody's coming knocking on my door and saying, welcome to the neighborhood, you can't park in front of my place. Well, I'm sorry. Where are you, the mayor of Edmonton? You own the street? And no, I would have parked. I'd park a a freaking semi-truck in front of his freaking house. Oh, boy. It's amazing how you haven't ended up in prison yet, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) You've thought about this. Okay. Oh, I've already done it. All right. Hey, that's all we need. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, Debbie, what do you think? Well, I I have a next-door neighbor who always parks in front of my house, which I don't mind because normally I'm by myself. Sure. And I have a garage. But my daughter was pulled up one day, and the neighbor come pulled up behind her and come up and said, you have to move. I want to park there <laughs> in front of my house. That's weird. Really? <laughs> and what was her response? No. <laughs> Good. You taught that girl. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, residential parking. You don't technically own the spot in front of your house, but no. people like to think they do, or at least hope that people have common courtesy. Kathy Brown says there's rules in the summer and the winter. In the summer, it's a free-for-all. In the winter, if you've shoveled out that windrow, that spot is yours until spring. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. You may have went through all that effort, but if I see that open, dry spot, oh, I'm taking her. You are so greasy. Mm. You are so greasy. I'm going to slip and slide my <laughs> grease right in there. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Somebody said, I watched the neighbor back into a Telus truck because it was too close to his spot in front of his house. There you go. You know when the, you see somebody pull up to your house in your driveway hmm. and just to turn around how angry you get? Yeah. It's just like that with spots. People are so passionate about their parking spots. For sure. Another one here. When we first moved into our house, we didn't consider parking in the house buying process, but I kind of wish that we had. My neighbor gets her husband to park out in front of her quote unquote spot to save it. Then she calls him on the way home and he moves it. My other neighbor recently bought a big truck. So that has caused a lot of parking issues for me for quite a bit. There you go. You almost want to like just observe the neighborhood for a day or two before you buy, hey? Oh, for sure. Just stake it out if you can find a parking spot. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem. Hey, uh, thanks for all your texts and phone calls. Uh, We've got more great ones coming up in moments, but don't forget this guy is coming to town a week, well, a week tonight, right? (laughs) Yeah. And your chance to win tickets all day Monday. It's Luke Combs on Kissing. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You talking to me? I beg your pardon. Who else are you talking? You talking to me? I'm going to bite you. What did you just say, you little... 
transportation corner. Oh, residential parking in your neighborhood. People like to have the uh, property or the, the parking right in front of their house, but that doesn't always work out, and that's causing some conflicts. Yeah, it's a confrontation corner or cul-de-sac in this case. This text says, my friends built a house on the south side, and in front of their house was a fire hydrant, so they couldn't park in front of it. They ended up parking two houses off in a corner cul-de-sac, but the neighbor came up to them and told them they couldn't park there. They actually needed the parking. Well, he was told it was a public street and all was good. The one neighbor has alienated them now from block parties and it turns people against them over street parking. The guy even parks so close to their car that they have to climb through the passenger side sometimes to get into their vehicle. Duke's a hazard style. Oof. Right through the window. Once somebody lays down the law, you feel like you got to lay it down yeah, too. So yeah. it just escalates. That's when it starts. Brian, you guys were just talking about this last night. And my sister-in-law lives in the neighborhood where... You know, that same situation. People like to park in front of their houses. But what worse is one person likes to park in front of their door. Another person likes to park in front of their door and leaving a spot in front of her house. But you take those three cars, there's half a car or three quarters of a car in between each car. So you can't fit more vehicles because everybody wants to park in front of their door. Right, right, They're the right. equivalent so, of movie theater seats when yeah. there's like a space between everyone. <laughs> Same kind of idea. All right. Uh, what about you, Penny? What, what do you think? I'm good. Uh, I don't know about you, Chris, but this whole conversation just keeps reminding me that I live in God's country, living on acreage. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine if I lived in town. Well, we did live in town oh. when we first, I, but now, I mean, with all of my crap, I would be that neighbor everybody would hate. Like, oh. He's got his little... Oh. Tiny lot gunning down squirrels with his 22. Right. <laughs> my giant oh, school bus in there. God. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, I, just, yeah. I keep telling my mom who lives in Edmonton that yeah. I am going to die on the acres <laughs> if I have to crawl to my house. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. National Taco Day. Yeah. Nothing better than a good taco. Mm. I could eat a taco for every meal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I asked the question to the two of you mm. what's better? Soft shell or a hard shell? It's a hard decision, but... Eh, see what you did there? What? It's a hard, hard decision. decision. Hard taco. <laughs> I would have to say it is most definitely soft. Yeah. Christopher? Yeah. yeah, I would say soft too. I wonder if anybody would choose hard. My mom's a hard shell person. So oh, is my husband, Bobby. Really? Every time. That's such... Like, there is no point to a hard shell taco. Yeah. It's so risky. It, it, it's like, you're going to get it all over your plate, jeans, yeah. and person. Well, it's there... going to get stuck in your gums. <laughs> I you have never, the softest gums in the I world. I never thought of that part before, but I we talked about the uh, hard uh, taco shell hack, and I tried it, actually. Maybe we'll even put it on the Kissing Country Instagram page, because I did test this recently, where you put the cheese in first, and then you let the cheese melt with the meat in it, and it supposedly keeps it all together. So when okay. you do the crunch, it doesn't blow apart like... Like drywall mud. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's still... It, there's the structural integrity of the hard shell makes yeah. eating anything in it worthless. Hmm. You have to take the littlest bites. Yeah. It's just too much thinking. Really? I didn't know anybody chose the hard shell. First text we got, hard shell all the way. Another one, hard shell all the way. Tell the, us your reasoning. The exact same text from two separate people, except one had an exclamation mark and one didn't. Interesting. Must be married. Yeah. You're insane. Hard <laughs> shells. Unless you go full Gordita. Huh? Where what? you wrap the soft around the hard. I've never had one of those. It's the crunch and the, the softness of the turtle. You can makes it weird. two together? You can do whatever you want. It would be good. All right. Yeah, Kayla says, uh, wrap the hard taco and the soft taco with cheese in between. That's what she says. So there you go. That's called a gordilla. 
Gordita. Gordita. I just remember Taco Bell sold the sold the Gordita Crunch. <laughs> okay. It was delicious. I know where we're going for lunch now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What what do you think? With quick poll this morning, one oh three nine three nine. Hard or soft? Which we're all soft people in this room. Anyway. <laughs> that we are. <laughs> Hard's the uh, yeah the best is another texture. Interesting. Here's Faith Hill and this kiss on Kissing Country one hundred three point nine. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh my gosh, there are a lot of hard taco people on this National Taco You're Day. You're out there. Yeah. Yes, they say hard taco hack. Quickly rinse the inside of the shell underwater, and it stays completely crunchy, but it doesn't fall apart on the first bite. Yeah, mm. what I want with my taco is water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're supposed to take a lot of water in all day, so what the heck, I It guess. turns into nachos instantly, the first bite. Maybe, Just bleh. Maybe you could put a, like put your Slurpee material inside your taco. Would, would salsa be considered a good enough binder to keep the hard shell together? Doesn't seem to work. No. I put salsa in, yeah. It says hard, 100%. I love the crunch, but they have to be warm. Mm. Well, how about warming up your softs? That's a good idea. <laughs> yes, yeah, <that's> true. <laughs> but then making them like too much and then making them hard. How ironic would that be? Yeah, don't go overboard. Yeah. Hard right. shell all the way, especially the lime ones. Drool. Mm. They say it's soft or tasteless and they get stuck in your teeth. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> right. the, the shell is just the vessel to get the ground beef in your mouth. Yeah. More like the cheese yeah. for me. That's fair too. <laughs> yeah. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, yeah, Matt is like he knows he's going to be good at this, so he. Is, I don't know. Yeah, Look I'm not at that no great. You're, like I am, he's just like, like a rooster. Just, just. Oh, you're just you're making me sick. I'm literally shaking in my boots. I am. I'm not joking. <laughs> uh, Freestyle Friday again. We're just going to do a little bit of rapping, which is something I have never done before. I hear a rap. I don't mind the rap, but when I hear it, I don't even understand what they're saying. So I don't even know what's going on here. And normally it's written down and thought about. There's some guys who can freestyle like crazy. Yeah, we're gonna find out. If we're those people. Okay, yeah. so I, I should probably spin it. We have topics on our wheel. Yeah. So and then whatever it out. lands on, and you got to do like 30 seconds of a wrap to the, whatever the theme is. And again, we've got the wheel here. Go ahead, spin it, Matt. It's got all sorts of things on it pumpkin spice, Halloween, turkey, taco, Halloween, turkey. And this would be for who? Matt. This is for Matt. Matt. Matt got turkey. Matt got turkey with uh, Thanksgiving uh, right around the corner. Uh, Matt got turkey. It's time for the freestyle wrap to the theme of turkey. And go. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. He gobbles. He walks. He pecks. He's absurd. Oh, my goodness. I love turkey. It's my favorite bird. I get going and I think out loud that this bird is the one I want to chow. And then I put the gravy in the bird. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I go with the stuffing. And it's a rush when I eat the stuffing. That was not my best performance. Right. I was not ready Pretty for good. turkey. Okay. It was okay. But oh. as you're about to find out, it'll be one of the better ones. <laughs> I guarantee you it will be. I guarantee you it will be. Uh, okay, again, and you should have saw when we're recording this one, but we'll... Put it on Facebook. I can't yes. even talk now. I'm getting so nervous. Uh, we'll put it on Facebook. And uh, Jack, it's your turn. Okay. Um, Give me a spin, Matt. <laughs> oh, it's taco. taco. It's National Taco Day. Yes. And Jack's ready. Are you ready to go for Taco Jack? <laughs> yes. All right. Here we go. This is quite slow. <laughs> I have to close my eyes because I'm this so nervous. This is good. Slow's good. Yeah. Okay. I'd rather it be slow. 
It's taco day, let me hear you say. Yay for tacos, hooray, hooray. Lettuce, cheese, B for chicken. I don't know what I'll be licking. <laughs> Give me one more round. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's good. I don't like hard. They've got to be soft. They hurt my teeth. Um, that's... And, and then I cough. And then I cough. <laughs> no helping. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Good work. Hey, that first line I was a banger. I get over the licking. Uh, sorry. <laughs> it's I like, was where you're going with chicken. It's like K- KFC finger licking good. All right. Now oh, for the piece no. de resistance. No. Oh, no. And the wheel goes. Halloween. Halloween. Oh, my gosh. Okay, hit yourself some music. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I got a snap, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> So it gets into it. Oh, Halloween. Oh, Halloween. <laughs> Many of you I have seen. I get scared. Sometimes I scream. Oh, oh Halloween. <laughs> sometimes I dress naughty. And sometimes I dress spice. Nice. <laughs> sometimes I, like, I don't know. I, I want to kill mice. No, I don't. <laughs> I, uh, oh, Halloween. Oh, Halloween. <laughs> he set a baseline with the Halloween line. <laughs> I, I, I'm, 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 that was good. Yeah. That was really good, Chris. Oh, oh, yeah, you're so like. <laughs> that was better than your first attempts off air. Yes. Yeah, well, when, yesterday when I did it, they said everything sounds like a Christmas carol when you do it. I don't know <laughs> well, why. This kind of did too. Oh, oh Halloween. Halloween. Oh, Halloween. <laughs> what? Oh, Halloween screen. Oh, my gosh. They're all going to come to me for the rest of the day. I kind of got to declare Jack the winner of this I freestyle. I do. I 100% wow, do. thanks, guys. 100% do. I thought for sure. Um, yeah. Anyway, Jack, you were awesome. This is a texture, but I must say the music sounded like it was more porn music. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But that's how I feel comfortable, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. You can text us. Tell us what you think. And, uh, you know, lots of good texts. Maybe we'll do this again next week. I'm going to have to practice on the weekend. This is tough. Yeah. <laughs> Thank really you. Really tough. I'm <laughs> crying. You. I declare Jack the winner. Yeah, for sure. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.